0: Hello neighbors, and welcome to Haunted House Flippers. This podcast is merely a work of pure fiction, I assure you. Should you find any similarities to anyone living or dead, or to the experiences discussed, it is certainly only a coincidence. Since you've come this far, I recommend you listen with headphones whenever possible. But if that isn't an option for you, well, I won't judge. And lastly, if you've enjoyed this experience and would like to support the cast and crew while getting some rather interesting and unique rewards, please look for us on Patreon. For the rest of the details about the show, episode transcripts, links to social media, and merch, make your way over to our website at hhfpodcast.com. Thank you for your time. May your experience be splendid. Hello, hello, my
1: spooky friends. Just a quick recap on what's been going on in my life. My wife and I recently inherited the mother of all haunted houses, an old Victoria home nestled in historically spooky New Hampshire. So, as a professional paranormal investigator, I am going to do my very best to document every single thing that occurs on the property while Janet and I work to restore it. My ultimate goal is to provide indisputable proof of the other side. Oh, and if anyone wants to reach out to me with questions or comments, you can email me at ghostguytom@gmail.com. at gmail.com. All right, let's get right into it. And remember, if you've got it, haunted. My name is Tom Miller, and this is Haunted House Flips, Episode 9, moving on in. Today is the day, my friends. Today, Janet and I embark on the effervescent quest to make the master bedroom livable so we can work to make this the spookiest and coolest home that we have ever lived in.
2: The what quest?
1: Uh, effervescent?
2: I don't think that word means what you think it means.
1: Whatever, Inigo. It's not always about what the word actually means, but really what the intent is behind how you're saying it.
2: That... that is not how words work. At all.
1: Way to ruin Christmas, Janet.
2: I... what? Also just a friendly reminder, we are not staying here forever. We are moving in, so we don't need to stay in a motel anymore, it's cost effective. Besides, I have no intention to eventually haunt this place.
1: Yeah, I know, but... Wait, did you just admit to believing in ghosts? Oh god. You did! You did!
2: Tom, it was just a phrase. But to be perfectly honest, if for like a second I did believe in all of that, I stand by what I said. I do not want to be stuck in this place for all of eternity.
1: Alright. Fine. Let me just gather up all of my tools.
2: What tools? You have no tools. Everything is still in the parlor. By definition, the only tool in this room is you.
1: Wow. Harsh.
2: To be honest, I'm not even certain you know which end of the hammer is correct.
1: Darling, mock me again and I'll determine your body's resonant frequency and play a jaunty trumpet solo that boils your organs from the inside out.
2: <laughs> I, um, I, I don't know what to say, I'm, I'm actually speechless, that was awesome.
1: Thank you. Anyway, I didn't mean those tools, I meant my ghost detecting tools. Duh.
2: Oh, of course, right. How could I have confused the two? Can we get started?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. I suppose if we have to follow your plan.
2: My plan is to work on the house and make the bedroom a viable living space. Your plan is to walk around the house and hope your boopometer meter and ghost box 3000 make beeps and bop sounds and your recorder picks up some random white noise that you can interpret as voices and claim it to be evidence of the ghosts we do not have.
1: I've never actually heard ghost hunting summed up quite so accurately. Alright, let's go. This is Ghost Guy Tom signing off for a bit. It's still very early in the morning, and we...
2: It's not, Tom. It's almost 11.
1: And we have been sweeping out the dust and debris from the master bedroom and the dressing room. It's not as bad as the other end of the house, I guess, so it should be in a livable status in no time.
2: Right, livable, but not exactly refurbished yet. This is all lathe and plaster walls. I can wash off the wallpaper where it's left, but if I push too hard, it's going to ruin the plaster, or I'm going to fall through it. And we're not lighting anything in that fireplace until we have a professional fix it.
1: I... I didn't even mention lighting a fire in the fireplace.
2: I heard you thinking. I heard it loud and clear.
1: That's weird, but okay.
2: That being said, yes, we can get it to livable status with some scrubbing and mopping.
1: So, no delving into super secret and dark mysteries? No ripping things down, tearing things up?
2: I mean, eventually, sure, but we can't go back to the motel since we've already checked out. So, if we want to stay here tonight, we have to get it comfy enough to live in without it smelling like an abandoned thrift store. Although, it does kind of remind me of our honeymoon.
1: Those catacombs were amazing. This room could use a good wall of skulls.
2: You know? You're absolutely right. The eggshell white of an old skull would really bring out the rich mahogany in this room.
1: Wait. Can we?
2: Sure. You find the skulls and I'm game. On it. Wait, 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 wait. I am very quickly realizing the mistake I've made. We will discuss this later. Right now, focus.
1: Fine. All right. So... What are we going to do for a bed? It's not like there's a whole lot of furniture stores in this town.
2: So I went online and ordered one of those mattresses where you can try it for like however long and return it if you don't like it. I figure that's sort of like renting one. There's a charity shop next to that church in the middle of town. We can go there for a bed frame and maybe some side tables anyway. Probably cheaper than having our own stuff shipped from New York.
1: So... You want to just drive into town and pick up a bed frame and other assorted pieces of furniture?
2: Yeah. Oh, we might want to find a new dresser. At least until we get this dressing room cleaned out.
1: But, like, you want to drive there in the car?
2: Yes, Tom. What else would we do? Walk?
1: No, no, no it's it's not that. It's just... Is any of that actually going to fit in the car? wait Lee mentioned that they had their father's truck or something I can give them a call see if maybe we can borrow it
2: okay great um if they aren't comfortable with us just flat borrowing it maybe they would just be willing to run into town with us do you mind giving them a call since you're all best buds now I'm gonna run downstairs and get a bucket of water and soap while you're doing that
1: and yeah sure um you want some help with the buckets first
2: no that's all right it's gonna be pretty heavy
1: I'm not that weak, jeez
2: You complained about the cantaloupes that I brought home
1: They were strangely dense I can see why you bought them
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yep, I had to keep up my collection of dense items back on the homestead
1: Ah, uh, Yeah, see that backfired splendidly
2: You are getting better with every insult you sling at me
1: What even is our marriage? <laughs>
2: <laughs> A spectacle Anyway, um, you could grab sponges, rags, and the mop. I left those in the kitchen. All of the sponges and stuff are in a plastic bag tied to the mop, so it's pretty Tom-proof to find it. <laughs> it's
1: like you know me. All right, I'll, I'll give Leah a call. How could you have possibly known it was me?
0: I have caller ID.
1: Right. Yes. Good morning. Good
0: morning, Thomas. To what do I owe the pleasure
1: of your call? Uh, Jan and I were wondering if we could borrow your truck you had mentioned. Um, if you don't want us taking it without you, you know, if you'd rather just come along, we were aiming to go into town to grab a bed frame and maybe some other furniture. Jan had said she saw some charity shop next to the church.
0: Oh, I see well I am certain that charity shopping would be an experience I am perfectly fine with Janet driving the truck not me my apologies Thomas I've only ever seen Janet driving so I assumed you were not licensed or capable
1: oh I I can drive Janet's just very particular about who drives her car uh, anyway uh do you want us to swing by and get the keys uh, when would be a good time for you
0: I can come by the house no need to trouble yourself coming Perhaps I can lend a hand in getting the bedroom prepared.
1: Oh, great. Cool. Thanks. Uh, we'll... I'll be upstairs. Uh, Just come on in. I'll leave the front door open. Thanks, neighbor.
0: You are quite welcome, neighbor. Alright, bye. Goodbye, Tom. May I come in?
2: Come on in, Lee. We're upstairs. Tom, what are you doing?
1: I'm cleaning this weird brass plate thing on the fireplace. I wanted to get it shiny
0: again so I can see the picture on it.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. And that struck you as important to getting this place livable?
0: Good morning, Janet. Thomas. I feel I would be remiss if I did not remind you that I could have Percolay come here and have this bedroom livable by the time you were back from town from your charity shop adventure.
2: I appreciate it, but I was hoping we could call in the favor for them to get the upstairs bathroom workable and that whole floor-ceiling combo worked out. Something this simple just needs a bit of elbow grease. And eventually the walls redone, but for now, elbow grease.
1: Yeah, my elbows are kind of tired of being greasy.
2: I dislike that your elbows get greasy. Seriously? Who sweats from their elbows?
1: Can we not talk about my elbow sweat and maybe figure out what we're doing about furniture?
2: Sure. Lee, Tom said you were okay with us borrowing the truck, but you didn't want to go into town, right?
0: Correct. No offense meant, but I find something distinctly unpleasant about furniture shopping, especially in a church. I would much prefer just lending you the truck.
2: Fair enough. No judgment here. All right moment of truth time thomas do i send you to town and trust you to get the furniture needed and not get sidetracked shopping for more ghost equipment or side questing on a random adventure or do i trust you here to finish scrubbing this room down and not get distracted run downstairs and try and set up your existing ghost equipment or to find some absurd mystery that you need to solve and get sidetracked on a random adventure
1: You can trust me. I can do all of that.
2: That is not the point. I need a decision made. Um, I can get
1: the furniture. Remind me what we need again?
2: A bed frame, two end tables, a dresser if it'll fit, and probably some curtains if they have them. Just enough to have a place to sleep and a place to put some clothing.
1: Got it. And where was the shop again?
2: I don't know. You told me about seeing the shop.
1: No, you told me that you saw a little thrifty charity shop thing at some church in town.
2: Jesus, did we somehow collectively make up this thrift shop? Does it even exist?
0: While I may not venture into town for much more than groceries, I can assure you that yes, there is a thrift store in an old church. Lutheran, I believe. It's right on the corner of Main and Union.
2: Well, thank God I'm not going insane.
1: No.
2: You know what? It's probably safer if I go. You and a thrift store is a recipe for things we absolutely do not need anyway. Listen, there are salad kits in the fridge, sandwich supplies, and things that are absolutely not pizza rolls. Lee, do you need anything in town?
0: Thank you, but no. There is nothing I need from town today.
2: Fair enough. I will top off the gas tank for you while I'm out.
0: Please don't feel obligated to do so. That old truck doesn't see a lot of use these days, but I appreciate it nonetheless. I do hope you find what you were looking for. Me too. Thomas,
2: behave yourself. No go stuff until we have a place to sleep. Deal?
1: I guess. Alright, that is the last of the boards on the windows. The glass looks good, other than needing a good cleaning. Not a bad view. You can see the statue from here. So I'm not entirely sure if that's a good thing or
0: not. Well, it does take up a rather prominent position in the backyard, yes. But I believe its precise location was intentional.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like it's staring into the window.
0: That is factually impossible, seeing as it doesn't have eyes. But I can concede that the optical illusion created by the empty sockets and the forward-facing gaze is unsettling. I believe Janet is acquiring drapery which should solve the issue.
1: Lee, I have a legit question for you but I'm afraid I'll kind of sound like a jerk for asking this.
0: I appreciate your concern for my feelings. Ask away.
1: Why why do you always talk like you're an android?
0: Simple. I am an android. A ninth generation model made from a shadow company in Boston. I have been alive for 145 years, 3 months, 11 days, 19 hours, 31 minutes, and 6 seconds.
1: Wait, what? Do not tell me this because I will absolutely believe you. I've believed for a long time that there are super advanced androids walking among us and it's nearly impossible to tell them apart from a real person, so don't.
0: As you wish. I am not an android. I am simply educated, and I take a significant pleasure in the eloquent art of verbal discourse. Okay, so are you an android or not? Per your request, I am not. Lee, don't do this. For real? Per your request, I am not. Wait a minute. Is this you being funny again? Pure comedy gold,
1: Thomas. Why are why are you like this? Hey, I've got an idea. I'm going to take a picture of that symbol on the fireplace and the one on the floor downstairs,
0: and I'm gonna see if they match anything on that statue. I am sure Janet will be thrilled with this endeavor.
1: Oh, come on, this room is as clean as it's gonna get without having to completely redo it, and it'll be fine.
0: I fail to see how a Tibetan symbol from the floor will tie into the carvings on the statue. It certainly is not Tibetan in nature.
1: Well, I fail to see why you keep calling it Tibetan when Janet found out that it was a summoning sigil with origins that were probably not from Tibet.
0: Thomas, while your wife is certainly clever, I have my doubts as to the validity of information garnered from a rock music album. Art is forever open to interpretation, and symbols are often misused. I... I guess. It's just that...
1: Janet didn't have to look any of that up. She just knew what it was.
0: And where did she learn this information?
1: From... from the albums. She said metal bands use occult symbols all the time, though.
0: And while I do not doubt that those bands use occult symbols as part of their overall image, and I certainly do not doubt that Janet has a lot of knowledge in those bands, I am doubting the sources by which those bands came to acquire the symbols they used. Lee, where is your sense of adventure? I feel that this would fall more in the category of a desire for a wild goose chase.
1: Uh, possibly, but those can also be fun. It's still an adventure. With or without geese, which is a weird thing to specifically mention. Thomas. Yeah?
0: Never mind, it's not worth it. Anyway, while I am not your babysitter, I would highly advise you to focus on the task of working on this room and devoting time to study old statues for later. As a reminder, if you do not complete your assigned tasks, you will have nowhere to sleep tonight, as I was informed that the motel will no longer permit you on the premises. Also, your wife seems significantly stronger than you in what could become a threatening manner. I dislike how right you are.
2: Uh, hi. Hello. Weird recorder lights flashing. Great.
1: Wow, that is probably the worst sound check that I have ever heard. Weren't you, like, a roadie for a band or something?
2: That was very different, and also significantly cooler to brag about.
1: All right, you said it was okay if I recorded us attempting this. I I know you're nervous. It's new for both of us, so I guess let's try and relax, and it'll be a, be a fun little experiment.
2: All right, you know, you have a point. Okay. Okay, I am ready.
1: All right, we got everything on the list?
2: I think so. Uh, cheese, sauce, little sausage crumbles, onions, peppers... I got pre-made crust. I didn't think we wanted to just go for homemade the first time.
1: Absolutely good call because we are going to completely ruin this.
2: The pizza or the oven?
1: Both. Probably both. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, definitely (laughs) both.
1: Hey, Janet, do you have your great-grandmother's secret pizza recipe out of the safe? The what? Shh the 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 video, the tutorial video. You you got that up because I I need that. I'm kind of panicking. Does the cheese go first or the sauce do it? Do I mix them? Help me.
0: Is everyone alright? Uh
2: no. No, we uh we've got this. Uh Janet Okay, alright, relax. We need to light the stove before we make the pizza. I've watched it a few times now. Alright, technically we both did, but I saw you glaze over like two minutes in. We got this. I think. Okay, so... Oh, I hope we don't burn the house down. I am fairly certain this fire extinguisher is more likely to spray out more fire in the event of an emergency.
1: Maybe... Maybe if we set something on fire, it'll stimulate some of the ghosty ghosts to come out and say hi.
2: My appetite is already stimulated, and the stove isn't even lit, so I hope this does not take six hours. All right, here we go. You open that thing there, the Hobgate.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, the, the what?
2: That, right there, it's called a Hobgate. You're a Hobgate. What does that even mean?
1: <laughs> should, I, should I, like, roll for initiative before I open up the Hobgoblin gate?
2: Oh my god, Tom, do you want to roll for a relationship check? Because <laughs> I am getting hangry. Got,
1: got it, got it, okay. Firewood going in.
2: All right, good boy. Okay, we light that sucker, and the oven next to it should get hot.
1: Wait, so we light the wrong side to use the right side? This doesn't make any sense. I wonder people just died of starvation back then. How is this an upgrade from just an open fire? I understand how fire works. Fire hot. Fire burn. Cook food over fire. Easy peasy fire squeezy.
2: <laughs> Tom. What? Just never mind. It's not worth it. Just please light the damn fire.
1: Hun, you, you keep sealing my lighters.
2: All right. For good reason, Mr. Easy peasy fire squeezy. Fine. Just. Move.
1: Okay, uh, I'll just stand over here and lick the sauce.
2: Oh, right. Here, you. Wait, no. I'm going to do this. Just in case. Yeah. Hey, Han.
1: Hey, yeah. I set a temperature?
2: Uh, I don't think you do? I think we just kind of keep an eye on it and maybe rotate the food now and then?
1: Do you do you think Lee would notice if we suddenly presented a lovely dinner of Chinese food that was absolutely made in this ancient oven?
2: Hmm, probably. Well, while that decides if it's going to heat up or burn the house down, let's get this pizza put together.
1: Well, so far, the house hasn't burnt down yet. It does smell kind of weird in here, like pizza and hot metal and wood smoke and hair and dust. We probably should have cleaned it better. Or at all. I have been tasked with setting the table. Uh, hey, Lee, would you mind giving... Lee? Lee? Hello? What are
2: you yelling about?
1: Um, Lee isn't here.
2: Weird. Maybe they ran home. God, I hope we didn't keep them waiting for too long.
1: Yeah, same. Um, I'll give him a call in a second.
2: I'm gonna go back to tinning the fires for the old homestead.
1: Oh, God, don't do that again. Alright, so I'm here just setting the table. Found some nice candle holder thingies. Some actual plates, I... I think there's... Oh, just gotta get that. Oh ah. Ow, God! Oh, there's some stuff carved under the table. Like, on the underside. Also sometimes known as the bottom. Looks like a kid did it. Or someone really bad at drawing. My dad, maybe? He wasn't really much of an artist. My grandfather built it, then I guess it must have been him. Right? It's weird. It's like... A person with arms that are too long and spaghetti for hair and an R? Or I I guess that could be a treehouse. I don't know. Kids are pretty terrible at drawing.
2: What are you doing? Ow! Oh,
1: God. Nothing. I just, just dropped a fork.
2: And what? Decided to make a fort under here?
1: No, but that's a pretty cool idea. You know, if we grabbed a couple of sheets and blankets, we could make a really awesome fort under here. Like string up some lights, tell some spooky ghost stories, and... Tom, focus. Right. Look, I think my dad might have done this while he was a kid. Come look.
2: Oh, yeah. That's kind of cool, though. It's like a family history. Hang on, I've got an idea.
1: I'm glad you like the switchblade, but what... Are you carving on the table?
2: Yeah. T. Heart. J. Now we're part of the secret history.
1: That's... incredibly sweet. Who are you?
2: I have my moments.
1: Yeah, you do.
2: And, yes, we can make a fort here some night. Really? (laughs) Yeah, just some night when we don't have dinner company planned. I'm, uh, I'm going to go check on the pizza. I think it might actually be working. But also, it's now hot as Hades in there, so I don't really want to hang out in the kitchen that long.
1: Okay, I'll finish setting the table and we can see if we can actually make food tonight successfully. I'll, I'll give Lee a call.
2: Oh, hey, did you invite Opal and Juniper?
1: I, I did. Uh, I told them we were having dinner with Lee tonight, and they said unfortunately they had other plans this evening, but they would totally take us up on that offer another time.
2: Oh, well, that's a shame. It's probably for the best, though. I would like to try and make something that wouldn't be completely shadowed by their lesbian goddess kitchen powers.
1: I'd watch that show.
0: Hello, Thomas. Is it time?
1: Uh, yeah, it's almost ready. Uh You can come back now.
0: What do you mean, come back? I've been waiting for your phone call.
1: But, like, you were here a bit ago, and then you left right? That is incorrect. I have
0: been here at home watching The Price is Right.
1: But, wait, you watch TV? I'll be over momentarily, Thomas. All right, my spoopy pals! I think my wife is having hot flashes.
2: Tom! Wrong words again.
1: Sorry! My wife is hot, but I think we knew that. At least I knew that. You probably didn't. I mean, she's hot in the kitchen. The heat. The, the heat is hot and... You know what? Never mind. Anyway, she's currently talking to herself in the kitchen, and it's kind of funny. Come listen.
2: Standing in the doorway not helping is sort of annoying. Can you see if there is, like, a long utensil or something I can turn this with? The stuff on the internet says things tend to cook unevenly in the earlier models of these puppies, so, like, I just want to turn the food, but I can't quite... Oh, perfect. Thank you. All right, that's turned, and... Did he leave and seriously opening all the cabinets for this one thing? Thanks for the help. I think this is actually gonna work. I do feel kind of bad that we're having Lee for dinner and all we've made is pizza though. We really have to invite them for like an actual dinner with vegetables and stuff or they're gonna think we live like raccoons.
1: First of all, let's not bring up the raccoons cause I'm still a little upset. Second, who are you talking to in the kitchen?
2: Ha <laughs> ghost guy Tom, trying to spook his wife. You, Thomas, I was talking to you. You handed me that long, wooden, pokey thing and came back out here. After ransacking the kitchen, in the whole minute and a half, I was dealing with the oven.
1: But I... I didn't help you, though. I was out here the whole time.
2: Mm-hmm, yeah, sure. Spooky! Anyway, I'm gonna pop out back and grab some more firewood, just in case. Can you keep an eye on the stove oven iron giant thing i might grab a smoke while i'm out there
1: uh yeah sure you got it guys friends i legit think my wife just experienced some real actual paranormal all right i'm going to try and talk to the ghost cook person who just helped out janet All of the cabinets are open, but I didn't hear any kind of banging around and nothing inside really looks out of place. And someone handed Janet this really long wooden spoony thing. I I don't even know what drawer this would have been in, so it definitely wasn't me. I I don't know if I want to tell her that part. The floor thing really upset her before. Anyway, alright. Hello, Ghost Chef. Uh, My name is Tom. Can you tell me your name? I'm speaking now to whoever was in the kitchen just now. Please, can you make your presence known? Make a noise? You can you can talk into this little device that I'm holding. You can say anything that you want.
2: Yeah? What's up? Uh,
1: oh, oh, nothing. I was just doing a quick recording before Lee gets here.
2: Oh, right, sure, fine. But what did you need, or want? What? You called my name?
1: No, I did not.
2: Tom, you can drop it. You already got me with the spoon and the cupboard thing. I'm going to finish my cigarette, and I will be back in a minute. Please let me know when Lee is here.
1: Okay. Okay, this is actually starting to weird me out a little bit. This is some very strange behavior from-
2: What? What? Thomas! Stop it!
1: Stop what? I'm not doing anything, I swear!
2: Please, just let me finish this in peace.
1: But I- Okay, friends. I- Fine. I'll- You know what? I'm just- I'm just gonna go out here and wait for Lee. Maybe- Maybe I won't get in trouble out here, but we'll just hang out together. Come on in, Lee. Hey, Janet, Lee's here.
0: Good evening, Thomas.
1: Hey, hey, come on in. We were just about to take up the pizza. I just uh, I just gotta go and grab Janet. She stepped outside real quick. Uh, you want something to drink?
0: Just water is fine, thank you.
1: Cool, I will be right back. Hey, hon, Lee is here. Janet? Hon? Janet, what's wrong?
2: I, I just heard my name.
1: Yeah, it was me. Well, I mean, this time anyway, but Lee's here.
2: No, it, it wasn't you, and it, um, it came from the woods. That's crazy. Please don't say that.
1: No, 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 no. That's bizarre, and I don't know. Come on.
2: Something in those woods said my name.
1: Maybe. Maybe my voice just echoed weird.
2: It was as clear as you are right now, and Tom, it wasn't your voice.
1: Come on, hon. Let's let's go in. The pizza's ready. Lee's here. Come on. Okay.
2: Can't find
1: me. Haunted House Slippers is an original podcast written and produced by J.D. Laureate, who also voices Tom Miller. Our social media presence is thanks to Melissa Croft, who also voices Janet Miller, and our graphic design and website is thanks to Adrian Johnson, who also voices Lee. A very special thanks goes out to Natasha Bonthron, who provided some additional spooky voices for this episode. Our theme music is Buzzards Bay by The Shortcuts, and yes, ghostguytom at gmail.com is a real email address. If you'd like to support haunted house flippers, either monetarily or by just helping spread the word, you can find easy links to our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as all of your listening options at our website, www.hhfpodcast.com Thank you so much for tuning in and until next time, remember if you've got it, haunt it.